Welcome to Friends and Daggers, the, the daily vlogcast that helps us, uh, especially during this Lenten season, to fix our eyes on the person and the work of Jesus. Today's lesson is taken from Mark chapter 8, and it speaks of the determined Christ. Now, uh, Mark chapter 8, verse 27 says that Jesus uh, and his disciples went uh, onto the villages around this place called Caesarea Philippi, and on the way he asked them, so uh, who do people say that I am? And they replied, well, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, still others, one of the prophets. But then Jesus looks at uh, those who are following him and he says, but who, who do you say that I am? Peter uh, answers, he's very bold, right? We'll see Peter all throughout the Gospels stepping up and, and proclaiming what he thinks. Uh, Peter answers, you are the Christ. And Jesus answered, uh, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah. This was revealed to you, not by men, but by my Father in heaven. And then Jesus uh, says this strange thing. He says, don't tell anyone about this. Why? Well, uh, as we read the te text, we're going to find that, that Peter and the rest of the disciples get it half right. They understand that Jesus is uh, the Messiah, uh, the promised one, the son of David. Uh, and so they understand the person of Jesus. But what they don't yet understand is his work. What did he, what did he come to do? Well, in Mark chapter 8, Jesus clarifies this work in verse 31. He began to teach them that the Son of Man, and then this little word, must, must suffer many things and must be rejected by the elders and the chief priest and the teachers of the law, and that he must be killed. And after three days, he will rise again. So Peter doesn't misunderstand Jesus. I mean, Jesus is very clear. Uh, so he doesn't misunderstand Jesus, but he vehemently disagrees with him. And we're going to find out that Peter has his own, own must. Now, Jesus spoke plainly about this, and, and Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. And Jesus uh, turns to Peter. He looks around at, at his disciples and he rebukes Peter, but he's really going to be rebuking the one who is working through Peter. He says to Peter, get behind me, Satan. You do not have in mind the things of God, but the things of men. So Jesus sees right through the words of Peter to the one behind those words. It's a Satan's ploy. And, and all throughout the Gospels, you see him trying two different tactics. Uh, one is to get Jesus away from the cross. You saw it in the, the temptation in the wilderness. If you are the Son of God, turn these stones into bread. If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down. Uh, surely your heavenly Father will send his angels. If you are the Son of God, bow down to me and I'll give you, give you all things. So Satan's ploy, uh, one tactic is to, to get Jesus away, away from Jerusalem, away from the cross. The other one is to get Jesus to the cross. And you see it later in the Gospels uh, through the actions of the chief priests, the teachers of the law, uh, even, uh, even through one of his uh, disciples, Judas. But Jesus is determined. He is determined to do the Father's will. There's no detour. There's going to be no deterrent. There's going to be no different or other way. And as a determined son of the Heavenly Father, 
uh, he goes, uh, goes of his own will. He does pray, Father, if there is some other way, uh, take this cup from me. But then he says, thy will, thy will be done. So Satan does not force uh, Jesus to the cross. Uh, the religious leaders don't uh, even lead him there. And the Romans who are going to crucify him don't march, march Jesus to, uh, to, the, to the cross. It's for humanity's sake that Jesus understands that there is no other way. No wavering, no wandering, no yielding or bending, no other options or, or choices for the sake of humanity. He goes there determined and driven only by, by love uh, for this broken, uh, this sinful, this corrupted, this dying, decaying world. And he's going to be the wage for sin. And he's going to die the sinner's death. But he's also going to rise on the third day. Now, in the, in the context of this, uh, this lesson, Jesus also calls his disciples to a determined life. There's a, a kingdom must also in following Jesus. He speaks of it this way in verse 34. Then he called the crowd to him along with his disciples and said, If anyone would come after me, he must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for me and for the gospel will save it. Now those are hard words to hear, aren't they? That we die to ourselves that we are connected to the mission and the ministry of Jesus, that he must go to Jerusalem. And like Peter, we'll get in perhaps Jesus' way and say, never, Lord, this shall never happen to you. But Jesus invites us to follow him, to follow him to the cross, to die with him, to have our sins buried in the grave with him. So that also, on the third day, we will rise from the dead and have a new life in him. Again, Mark chapter 6, verse 34. If anyone would come after me, he must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for me and for the gospel will save it.